good morning. My name's Thad Lanthrop. I'm the administrative pastor here at Church in the Valley, and I am excited to continue on in our Teaming Together message series that we started uh, last week. In this series, what we're doing is we're taking a look at the importance of teaming together uh, to advance the mission that God has given his followers. Uh, Church in the Valley, as we looked at last week, is a part of the 176 uh, network team. And um, we took a look at what the 176 network is and, and what this, they're trying to do, what we're trying to do. Um, so I want to just recap that real quick um, for you. First of all, the 176 network vision, um, the, our vision is to see life-changing churches multiplying throughout the cities of the world. Um, since leaders start and lead uh, those churches, our focus is to train those leaders. So the 17.6 Network mission um, is our mission is to equip and resource leaders to develop and multiply life-changing churches. This mission, it's not just something that the 17.6 Network has made up. Um, it, it comes from the Bible. So take a look at Jesus' last words on earth um, that he gave to us. Look at the mission that he leaves us with. Matthew 28, 18 through 20 says, And Jesus came and said to them, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. So this verse really highlights um, the mission that the 17.6 network has and our mission here at Church in the Valley. We want to see churches being started where disciples are, are made and they're trained up to obey everything that Christ has commanded us. Now, that sounds good and, and it, it sounds like a great plan, but how does that happen? Um, how does a, a church or a network of churches, how do they do this? It's a huge task that we have in front of us to to reach the whole earth with the gospel of Jesus Christ. So it takes not just an individual church to do that, but it takes a, a team of churches um, to, to do that, uh, to accomplish that mission. So teams, they're just a, a part of life. They're a part of life because we realize we can accomplish more as a team of people than, than we can individually. Um, in sports teams... We have a goal of winning a championship. Um, if, if it's a team sport, you can't do that on your own. Individual sports, you can't. Sorry, it's the Dodgers. I made this last week. I should have updated it. But hopefully you've gotten over and you've realized it was a good run. And, you know, you can find the joy in that. Um, but in sports teams, you're trying to win, win the, the championship. In business... Um, a team's goal is to make the most money, to turn the most profit. There's a, a point where you, you come um, to realize, you know what, I need to team together with some people to, to make more money. I can only make this much money on my own, so I might need to, to team with others. I love this picture, by the way. Hands in, across the table. Who's ever done that in a business meeting? I haven't. Anyway, so I, I, I thought that was fun. That's why I put that one up there. <clears throat> But then in the, in the military, the goal is to defeat the enemy, to, to protect your country. Um, this can't be done unless you have a team of soldiers who are on the same page. You've got to be on the same page to do that. All of these goals have to be done in teams because they, they can't be accomplished on their own by individuals. 
So for our time this morning, as we talk about teaming together and uh, the power that is really found in teams, um, I'm going to talk about it a little bit uh, like it's a special forces team. Because as you read the Bible, what you realize is that's what God has really called us to be. He's called churches to be special forces team who, who drops into an area to reach people um, to, so that they can come to know Christ. So what we're going to do is, is to start out to talk a little bit about commandos. So what, what is a, a commando? Well, a commando, they team for a mission greater than themselves individually and collectively. Definition of teamwork for a commando is selfless acts towards a common goal. That's what they're trying to do. They can't accomplish the mission alone. They need each other. No commando goes alone. Navy SEALs, as soon as they enter into their training, which is called BUDS training, it's basic underwater demolition and SEALs training, they're assigned a swim buddy. Now, a swim buddy, it, it doesn't really sound like that's a special forces term. It sounds a little wimpy to have a swim buddy. Um, but take a look at this picture of a swim buddy. Covered in mud. This is in training. They're just covered in mud. What happens with a swim buddy is the swim buddy, they go wherever you go. Swim buddy becomes your shadow. They're always there with you. This is to train the men to not think of themselves as individuals, but rather as a part of the team at all times. Why? Why, why do they need to realize that they're a part of a team at all times? Because no, no soldier can accomplish the mission alone. Every decision becomes no, no longer an individual decision. What I do, what I say, how I respond, it's going to impact those around me. And that's why they have the swim buddy, to remind them of that. As Christians in churches, we can't go the mission alone as well. We might think we can, but we can't reach the whole world. We can't reach the billions of people to come to know uh, Christ. So a key question that we have is, will I push past the me first to become a part of something greater than myself? That's a key question that we all have to ask ourselves. We all have this natural bent to, to put ourselves first. And so are we going to be able to push past that to be a part of something that's greater than ourselves? For example, here at, at Church in the Valley, our mission is to know, love, and glorify God and be used by him to help all people to know Jesus Christ and become fully devoted followers of him. That's our mission. That's a big mission that we have that we're trying to accomplish. And you know what? Each of us in this room... We are the benefit right now of some people who push past the me first attitude this morning. We have teams of people who, who come early each morning to, to serve, to set up our operations team. They get here really early. They set up the ballroom. They set up the classrooms. They set up the other areas. Our hospitality team gets here. They make it look inviting for us to enjoy and come. They make the coffee. That's, that's a big one. Our band, they practice throughout the week. They, they get here early to, to practice. The nursery, they get here early, clean the toys so it's clean for our kids. They, they re- receive the children to watch them so we can be in here and worship God this morning. Kids Zone, they prepare during the week. They, they um, try to make this the best week 
uh, or the best hour of a kid's week. Then our student ministry leaders serve our students, our junior high and high school students, throughout the week and on Sundays. They all have to push past the me-first attitude so that, that we can come and enjoy a Sunday service while we worship God. And all of our Sunday service volunteers, they're on the CIV team. They're on the team. And when someone comes to know Christ for the first time, when somebody takes a next step with God, they might not ever know that that happens, but they're a part of that because they've helped to set the stage for people to come in here, learn about God, and be a part of other ministries that we do here at Church in the Valley. You see, God fulfills his mission through teams of people pulling together to accomplish something greater than ourselves. That's what God does. He uses teams of people who can do more than just we can do individually. So how, how does this all work? Well, we're going to take a look at three things that really come when we work together as teams. Teaming together, one thing that it brings is a power of clarity. This first point, it's going to sound a little un-American. I'm just going to say that. You know, as Americans, we take a lot of pride of being independent. You know, we attribute a high value to pulling ourselves up by our bootstraps and making something out of nothing and eating hot dogs and apple pie while we're doing it. That's America right there. We all see ourselves as the real stars of, of the show, real stars of what's going on. But in reality, most of us are, are team members playing our role to accomplish whatever mission we have uh, for our lives. And to be a good team member, then we, we need to get on board with the leader's direction and aggressively follow. Whether it's a good team leader here at church or a good team leader um, at work or a team member at work, we got to get on board with what the leader and the direction is. We see this in the New Testament. The spread of Christianity was directly tied to some leading, some following, um, and all of them teaming together to make it happen. Take a look at Acts 16 with me. In this passage, we see Paul. Um, Paul was an early church planter, um, and he receives a vision to go to Macedonia to preach the gospel to them. Take a look at Acts 16, 9 through 10 with me. And a vision appeared to Paul in the night. A man of Macedonia was standing there, urging him and saying, come over to Macedonia and help us. And when Paul had seen the vision, immediately we sought to go on into Macedonia, concluding that God had called us to preach the gospel to them. So here we see Paul receives this vision, and he was the one in charge. He, he was leading. But then we see later on it says, immediately we sought to go into Macedonia and God had called us to preach the gospel to them. Well, that we, that us, that was Timothy, Luke, and Silas. They concluded that since God had given Paul this vision, they needed to help him accomplish it. They needed to be on his team. What a great picture that we get of the power of them following Paul in a few verses later. Because we see that a woman named Lydia she decided to follow Jesus because this team of people went out to share with her. And eventually her whole family decided to follow Christ as well. If Luke, Silas, and Timothy had, had decided 
you know, that's great that Paul had that vision, but I'm just going to hang back here. I, God hasn't specifically spoken to me about doing that, so I'm just going to, to lay back here and, and just not do it. If they had done that, then the, the destiny of these lives of these people would have changed forever. They might not have heard because not as many people could have shared the gospel, what, what Christ had done in their lives. Church in the Valley, we've experienced this type of clarity as well in the past. Uh, Randy Lanthrop, who happens to be my father, same last name, can't really get around that too much, but he started Church in the Valley 30 years ago. And one of his visions was that he wanted to see other churches start um, to maximize the impact that we can have in the, in the world. And about 10 years ago, Josh De La Rosa um, was a, a member. He was on staff here at Church in the Valley, and God called him to plant a church in Riverside, California, um, Orange Crest Community Church. And our leaders here, Randy, led CIV to send a launch team of people to start Orange Crest Community Church. You can see a picture up there. Those a part of, of CIV um, at, at the time got to put the new church start uh, first, got to put them ahead of our own because what happened was some key leaders went with Josh to start that church. And that meant that we had to step up as a church and, and people had to take on new responsibilities and new things. But in doing that, we were a part of something bigger than just us and our church. We were part of Orange Crest starting. And because of that, right now, in Riverside, at Orange Crest Community Church, around 500 people are meeting together like we are meeting. Over the last 10 years, they've baptized over 150 people. Lives have changed, and Church in the Valley was a part of that, because we teamed together to make it happen. A few years after that, we, we started the Alhambra campus. Um, and through that, about 40 people went out to start that campus and again, we had to step up, put, put others first to do that. And again, we had to step up and take on responsibilities here at Church in the Valley because some key people went that way. But again, there's about 140 people out of that 40 that start, went out there that are meeting this morning like we are. Sometime next year, Alex Barrett is going to launch a church. He's going to start a new church. And we're going to have an opportunity again to put others first, to put them first, to be a part of something bigger than just what we can do here on our own. We still have a lot that we can do here at Church in the Valley. We have a lot to be a part of. We have a lot of people that we want to see come to know Christ. But we also get to be a part of something bigger and what God is doing throughout our area and throughout the world. You see, when we push past this attitude, and follow leaders who have gone before us and the leaders that we have over us now, we can be a part of something bigger than we are on our own. We can be a part of, of something way bigger than we might have ever dreamed of being a part of. And we all have a role in advancing God's kingdom. He wants us all to play a role in it. If you don't feel the, the clarity that comes with, with being on a team, I want to encourage you just... Start here at Church in the Valley. Join a, a team here. Join a, a Sunday service team or right on the back of the connection card. I'm interested in, in hearing about how I can team uh, with, with Church in the Valley. Let us know. 
Just start taking some action. Start, start moving. And as you do that, God's going to give you some clarity in how you can be a part of the ministry and what he's doing here. If we collectively sub- submit to the leadership of those over us, um, there's really the power of clarity in that. And we can be a significant part of what God is doing in our city, in our region, and throughout the world. So teaming together just brings a power of clarity as we learn to, to follow the leaders over us. It also brings a power of endurance. A little while after uh, Paul and, and Silas and the others, after they were uh, sharing with the people in Macedonia, they got thrown into prison for causing a ruckus. You know, they were telling people, Jesus is the one who deserves your, your um, only devotion. And that made the, the city leaders nervous. So they got thrown into jail. Both of the men, they were stripped of their clothes and beaten by a mob and put, put in prison together. Take a look at what the Bible says about what they did together. Acts 16:25. About midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God, and the prisoners were listening to them. I would have loved to see the, the exchange between Paul and Silas before they started praying and singing. I, it would have been fascinating to see what was going on there, to see, you know, what were they saying to each other? Had they just been beaten and thrown in prison? And they've got to be looking at each other and wondering, what, what is going on here? And then, you know, one of them probably said, stay strong. We've got to stay strong. Look at our opportunity to share with these men here in the prison. It's a different perspective than why are we here? Look at our opportunity. I wouldn't have thought that. I would have needed a buddy to remind me of that. We're in this together. That could have been more what they were saying. This perspective and the Lord's help gave them the strength to pray and sing with each other. And the prisoners were listening. They got to reach a whole group of people that they wouldn't have got to if they weren't put in prison. People are a lot more willing to endure when they're not the only one going through something. I got to experience this firsthand. A couple years ago, I went on a mission trip to Germany. We had three people from Church in the Valley Diamond Bar and one from Church in the Valley Alhambra. And on this trip, I got to see this power of endurance. Um, We did what we called a week of welcome, which was we would pass out flyers in the morning and then we'd have events and parties to try to meet university students there um, in Germany um, and try to connect them with the student ministry that we were a part of. Uh, that we were helping while we were there. Towards the end of the, the trip, I, I got sick. And I'm an introvert. And when I get sick, I just want to be by myself in my bed. If there's a TV, that's great. Because then I can just watch TV while I'm by myself. So I feel like somebody's there, I guess. I don't know. But that's, that's naturally, that's what I'm going for. I just want to pull back and rest and, and recuperate. And on one of those days, we were going out to the college campus there, and we were going to do some spiritual surveys. Now, as an introvert, not a big fan of going up to strangers and, and saying, hey, I'm an American, I'm here, you know, would you do this spiritual survey with me? Especially when I'm sick. So that, that was a struggle for me. And as we were gathered as a team, and I'm wrestling with this in my heart, I do not want to be here, I do not want to do this, I looked out at the team, and they're getting their surveys together, and they're charging out to do it. And I realized, 
hey, I can do this. They're doing it. They're going for it. Their attitude and their example encouraged me. It strengthened me. It helped me to endure in that situation and, and to accomplish the mission that we had that day. That's what the power of endurance can do. We tend to go easy on ourselves. We, we tend to think, ah, you don't really have to do that. But when we're around a, a group of people, a team of people, together we can endure whatever feelings or hardships or a prolonged period of just hard work that might come our way. We can push past it to accomplish the mission that God has given us. Teaming together, it gives us this power of clarity, this power of endurance. It also gives us power of synergy. Now, synergy, what that is, it's the combined power of a group of things when they are working together that is greater than the total power achieved by each working separately. You can see this clearly in the New Testament portion of the Bible. When we look at the account of the spread of Christianity, you can see this very clearly. So I want to briefly review just the church's early start to take a look at at this power of synergy that you can see. So teaming in the the New Testament, um, it started with the Antioch ministry team. So this team's primary purpose was teaming to build up the church. So in Acts 11.26, it's not on the screen, but you can listen to it, we see this, this purpose. It says, and when he had found him, he brought him to Antioch for a whole year. They met with the church and taught a great many people. And in Antioch, the disciples were first called Christians. So this team, this is the team that ordained Paul and Barnabas to go on their first missionary journey. And on that first missionary journey, Paul and Barnabas went through Cyprus and all throughout Asia Minor to preach the gospel and to plant churches in the new territory. There's a core team of about three people who did that. And then after that first missionary journey, on Paul's second missionary journey, they went to revisit those churches that they started on the first missionary journey in Asia Minor and then eventually into Europe. That was about six people that went to do that. Paul's third missionary journey went to Macedonia and Greece to visit the churches there and eventually bring a collection to Jerusalem. A core team of about nine people that went out to do that. Now that is a very quick recap of what went on, but as that was going on, these people, they were sending people to go help other churches. There was just this cooperation that was going on in these churches, and they were working to expand God's kingdom. And we're all descendants of that tree. We're all come out of those early church church starts. Church in the Valley comes out of that. Now, at the time of this third missionary journey, Paul wrote to the Romans. It was around uh, 57 AD. And we have the book of Romans in the Bible that talks about this account. In chapter 16 in, in Romans, we get one of the greatest pictures of teaming together that we can really see. He writes a letter, and and he's been doing ministry with these people for 11 years, so he knows them. Take Take a listen to how Paul describes his teammates in Romans 16. He calls them sister, calls them servant, patron, beloved, kinsman, fellow prisoners, mother to me, brothers, host, fellow workers. 
These words show just a commitment to each other, a love for each other. The last description, fellow worker, appears three times in Romans 16 alone. Now, I want to take a look, a little deeper look at that. Romans 16, 3 through 4, says, Greet uh, Priscilla and Aquila, my fellow workers in Christ Jesus, who risked their necks for my life, to whom not only I give thanks, but all the churches of the Gentiles give thanks as well. And then Romans 16, 9, Greet Urbanus, our fellow worker in Christ, and my beloved Stachys. Romans 16:21 Timothy my fellow worker greets you so do Lucius and Jason and so Sipater my kinsmen this word fellow worker it comes from the greek word synergeo the whole new testament was written in greek and this greek word synergeo is to work together help in work be partner in labor it's to put forth power together with and thereby to assist. This is where we get the English word synergy from. Paul writes as, as somebody who has seen this great power that comes as a team of people relate to each other like, like Christ calls us to relate, relate to each other and go on mission for each other. And this, this past summer, the 176 Network got a glimpse of this. Um, we, we had four uh, mission trips go out with all with different churches of the 176 network teaming together to put those teams together. There's a team that went to Chico Community Church um, in Chico, California, and worked on their building there. There was another one that went to Chico State um, as their college ministry there and helped them launch the the start of the semester. And then there's another one that went to Thailand and helped a missionary there in Thailand and. All the people on these teams, they, they were um, graduates of a training program that the network has put together called North Star, which is a two-year training program. Um, and if you're interested in knowing more about that training pro- program, let me know. But um, they were all graduates from this training program. They went on these mission trips. And I want, to t- want you to take a look at this video um, that they made about these mission trips to see the, the power of the, the teams and the synergy that they had. Well, we really loved having a network team with us um, coming up here to Chico to help us on our building for that week. We loved our church getting to come alongside the mission team, and they were able to just really help us build and add on and do some projects that we've had on our list for a while and and the network team helped us to continue to push us forward in our mission to really reach Chico. Even though we talk about it being like filling the potholes in the parking lot or repainting the building or rebuilding the uh, patio, whatever we're doing, uh, it's a task. The task is, you know, it's the what, but what's really important is why. Why we're doing it is so we can reach more and more people with the gospel so more and more people could commit their lives to Christ so more and more people are involved in our church life where they experience community and worship and ministry Uh, it's where they really get to experience life and fellowship and it was an incredible experience for the network values as well because it gave it gave our church family an opportunity to see the network in action uh, in fact, I had a couple just last Sunday saying, hey, is there never an opportunity for us to go help other churches do what they did for us? We, we want to be on that team. There's a sense of 
deeper maturity in desire to do more here and there's also that lasting connection that people have with friends uh, wanting to see them and wanting to go and visit them and, and do life together beyond Chico. I'm very, very grateful. This trip has helped me see a large opportunity of people speaking the gospel to these college students, which has encouraged me that this is something that I can do in my life and in my world, in my place in Fort Worth. Their strategic way of reaching students at Chico State has just been very encouraging and also challenging to me. This trip has really pushed my comfort levels and my comfort zone. Um, it's been really challenging, but also really, really encouraging to work with this group of highly motivated, super excited group of college students. I think here at Chico, they do something in a completely different way, and it's been really cool to see how my perspective on what student ministry is and how it looks like has really changed because of this trip. You guys came and you guys served us so well. You came and you played your role behind the scenes and up front and doing surveys, getting contacts for us, helping us greet new students, but also getting ice, doing shopping, cleaning things, helping with the kids, doing all kinds of things. And in this past week, we got this, our core team of student leaders and staff got to sit down with around 100 different individual students and share the gospel clearly with them. And at those conversations, we had around 27 people pray to receive Christ, indicate a decision to follow Christ. And so we're excited to follow up with those new believers. We've also had an all-time high of attendance at each one of our events. We've done we've done five different events, event almost every night since the team has been here. And it's been the highest attendance we've had across the board. So we're so grateful for, for the team coming and being a part of what God's doing here. Hi, I'm Tim Owens, and I'm a missionary in Bangkok, Thailand. And we just had a team come, and when a volunteer team comes here, they're really helpful in terms of helping us to share the gospel with more people. It's a great chance to have evangelism push. And also, it helps us with training Thai believers. We have Thai believers that are uh, you know, working at learning how to share the gospel. And when they go with a volunteer team, uh, as translators for that team, it really also gives them opportunities to share. Another, another benefit is it allows us to engage new targets. Sometimes we're not really sure if certain places are going to be that fruitful or not. But if we have a short-term team here, we can partner with them and just see what God does. And so these are some of the things that are really benefits when people come as volunteers to uh, partner with us in getting the gospel to people. I got to meet a lot of the women in Thailand, both believers and non-believers. And um, I, what I realized was that as women, we're, we have the same needs and the same desires, and, and we all need Christ in our life. The big takeaway for me from the mission trip was just really taking evangelism from true to real and from a theoretical process to application with people and allowing God to change people's lives. For me, this trip was a real opportunity just to see the 17-6 network um, mission, methods, and values lived out. 
our team didn't know each other before the trip, and it was we really did function well together as a team to the point that some local people really were surprised to know that we didn't know each other before just because of how cohesive our team was. I think we're pretty familiar with the mission of our church and even among the network. It just is a really great opportunity and unique experience to partner with other believers and people who've really invested their lives in reaching people around the world. So for that to be a, a global mission was a really great thing to be a part of. It was a great experience and it was really great to share that experience with uh, a group of people from Hope. Um, what I really liked about it was that we just connected so well together, like we're a family already. If you're considering a mission trip, I highly recommend it. Even if it wasn't in something that you were thinking about, seriously pursue doing a mission trip of some sort so that you can actually put this into action. So what we saw this summer is that our impact is greater together. We can reach more people. We can expand our, our boundaries as we team together to, to work together. And in the 17.6 network, we, we share common values that when we get together, we can just hit the ground running because we, we try to practice things like the hard attitudes, which are just raise, ways for relationally uh, relating to to each other, like putting others first and clearing up relationships. And as as we get together, we can do more together. We can start more churches as a broader group than just our church can. And there's just power in teaming together. So we've been talking about um, the network and, and this collection of churches. What, what does that mean for us individually? Let's, let's bring it back uh, home to us individually. What does that mean? Well, if if you haven't yet decided to, to follow Christ yet, then you might be thinking, you know, I'm, I'm, I haven't even decided to be on God's team yet. So, so what, what's next um, for me in, in all of this? I just want to encourage you, get to know the team here at Church in the Valley. Get to know the people here and, and check out Christianity. Check out and see, do, do I, um, am I ready to commit my life to follow Christ, to be a part of God's team? And for those of, of us who have already made Jesus the boss of our life and, and we're around Church in the Valley um, consistently, um, then I, I got a couple things that we can do together. One is just play our part on the team. Play on our part here at Church in the Valley. Find a way to serve at Church in the Valley. Give financially to what's going on here. Figure out how to live in community with each other. Um, at this church. And as we do that, we can experience the clarity, the endurance, um, the power of synergy that comes as we team together and work on things together. Another thing to do is just take initiative to form relationships. Watch out for, for feeling the pull to, to isolate yourself. There's this pull that, that we all get to isolate ourselves um, maybe when relationships are new or there's, there's just stressful things going on in our life, um, it, it's easy to just pull back, try to handle it on our own. Get to know people here. And as you, as you build trust with people, let them know what's going on in your life and, and how um, they, can, they can help you out. It's as we relate to each other and, and work together um, that we can really take care of each other's needs. Buy up the opportunities to meet new people. 
Go to maybe a next step for you. Go to the advanced men's meetings that we're having. Go to the journey women's meetings or a meetup or whatever opportunity might come up. Get to know people here. God has given us a, a huge mission to be a part of. And it can only be accomplished as we team together. So let's team together. Let's make it happen. Let's reach the people of our city, our our region, our communities, the people that are around us. And as we work together, we can accomplish more than we can on our own. And we can give God the honor and glory as we do that. Would you pray with me as we continue to worship? Lord, we just thank you for the opportunity to... Uh, worship you this morning and um, just thank you uh, for who you are. Thank you for the, that you've made us to be in teams together. And I just ask that you'd help us all to take next steps and what that means for us here at Church in the Valley um, and just help us to know how, how you want us to team together to advance your kingdom, Lord. We pray all these things. In Jesus' name, amen.